Welcome to Reading the One-Year Bible Together, a daily podcast and radio program that runs Monday through Saturday. My name's Bryce Tomlinson, and I'll be joined by Sherry Atanasov, and on occasion, my lovely wife, Julie. If you don't have a one-year Bible, you can find a link to the reading plan from our website at readingtheoneyearbibletogether.com and in the show notes on your favorite podcast app. This podcast is recorded from Zoom, where we do our live streams daily at 10 a.m. Pacific. Details can be found in the show notes as well as our website. You're welcome to read out of whichever version of the Bible that you like best. We just happen to use the World English Bible because it's public domain, and as such, these programs are also public domain. You're welcome to download them and re-upload them anywhere that you see fit, anywhere that you think the Word of God is needed. We feel like that's pretty much everywhere, so you should totally do that. And even if you can't do that, you can still hit that share button on your podcast app. Share this on your timeline, share this on your Facebook, your X feed, your TikTok, or wherever you think that people ought to be getting into the Bible. In the show notes and the website, you'll find links to PayPal and Patreon, where you can show your support and contribute to the improving of our audio quality and the audio gear that we use to record record these podcasts and live streams. Thanks for joining us, and here we go. Today is January 4th, and that means it is day four of the one-year Bible reading plan, and that means we are going to be starting out in Genesis chapter 8. So if you want to get turned there, Sherry, would you like to pray for us this morning? Sure. Dear Lord God, thank you, Lord, that you've allowed us to do this ministry to you and for you, Lord God. And I ask that with all of the distractions and the worries of everything, all of the moving parts that have to go into this and not just that, but the time of the year and life in general can be so distracting and frustrating. I pray that you would help us to put this all aside, Lord, and just spend this time focused on you, on your greatness, on your goodness, on your love, on your word for us. And I pray, Lord, that we would be used by you, Lord, to magnify your name, Lord, and to help other people see who you are. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Genesis chapter 8, starting in verse 1. God remembered Noah, all the animals, and all the livestock that were with him in the ship, and God made a wind to pass over the earth. The waters subsided, the deeps, fountains, and the sky's windows were also stopped, and the rain from the sky was restrained. The waters continually receded from the earth. After the end of 150 days, the waters receded. The ship rested in the seventh month on the seventeenth day of the month on Ararat's mountains. The waters receded continually until the tenth month. In the tenth month, on the first day of the month, the tops of the mountains were visible. At the end of forty days, Noah opened the window of the ship which he had made, and he sent out a raven. It went back and forth until the waters were dried up from the earth. He himself sent out a dove to see if the waters were abated from the surface of the ground. But the dove found no place to rest her foot, and she returned into the ship to him, for the waters were on the surface of the whole earth. He put out his hand and took her and brought her to him into the ship. He waited yet another seven days, and again he sent the dove out of the ship. The dove came back to him at evening, and behold, in her mouth was a freshly plucked olive leaf. So Noah knew that the waters were abated from the earth. He waited yet another seven days and sent out the dove, and she didn't return to him any more. In the the six hundred first year, in the first month, the first day of the month, the waters were dried up from the earth. Noah removed the covering of the ship and looked. 
he saw that the surface of the ground was dry. In the second month, on the twenty-seventh day of the month, the earth was dry. God spoke to Noah, saying, Go out of the ship, you, your wife, your sons, and your sons' wives with you. Bring out with you every living thing that is with you of all flesh, including birds, livestock, and every creeping thing that creeps on the earth, that they may breed abundantly in the earth, and be fruitful, and multiply on the earth. Noah went out with his sons, his wife, and his sons' wives with him, every animal, every creeping thing, and every bird, whatever moves on the earth, after their families, went out of the ship. Noah built an altar to Yahweh, and took of every clean animal, and of every clean bird, and offered burnt offerings on the altar. Yahweh smelled the pleasant aroma. Yahweh said in his heart, I will not again curse the ground any more for man's sake, because the imagination of man's heart is evil from his youth. I will never again strike every living thing as I have done. While the earth remains, seed time and harvest, and cold and heat, and summer and winter, and day and night will not cease. Next, we are continuing in Genesis chapter 9, starting in verse 1. God blessed Noah and his sons, and said to them, Be fruitful, multiply, and replenish the earth. The fear of you and the dread of you will be on every animal of the earth, and on every bird of the sky. Everything that moves along the ground, and all the fish of the sea, are delivered into your hand. Every moving thing that lives will be food for you. As I gave you the green herb, I have given everything to you. But flesh with its life, that is, its blood, you shall not eat. I will surely require accounting for your life's blood. At the hand of every animal, I will require it. At the hand of man, even at the hand of every man's brother, I will require the life of man. Whoever sheds man's blood, his blood will be shed by man. For God made man in his own image. Be fruitful and multiply, increase abundantly in the earth, and multiply in it. God spoke to Noah and to his sons with him, saying, As for me, behold, I establish my covenant with you and with your offspring after you, and with every living creature that is with you, the birds, the livestock, and every animal of the earth with you, of all that go out of the ship, even every animal of the earth. I will establish my covenant with you. All flesh will not be cut off any more by the waters of the flood. There will never again be a flood to destroy the earth. God said, This is the token of the covenant which I make between me and you and every living creature that is with you for perpetual generations. I set my rainbow in the cloud, and it will be a sign of a covenant between me and the earth. When I bring a cloud over the earth, that the rainbow will be seen in the cloud. I will remember my covenant, which is between me and you and every living creature of all flesh, and the waters will no more become a flood to destroy all flesh. The rainbow will be in the cloud. I will look at it that I may remember the everlasting covenant between God and every living creature of all flesh that is on the earth. God said to Noah, This is the token of the covenant which I have established between me and all flesh that is on the earth. The sons of Noah who went out from the ship were Shem, Ham, and Japheth. Ham is the father of Canaan. These three were the sons of Noah, and from these the whole earth was populated. Noah began to be a farmer and planted a vineyard. He drank of the wine and got drunk. He was uncovered within his tent. Ham, the father of Canaan, saw the nakedness of his father and told his two brothers outside. Shem and Japheth took a garment and laid it on both their shoulders, went in backwards, and covered the nakedness of their father. Their faces were backwards, and they didn't see their father's nakedness. Noah awoke from his wine and knew what his youngest son had done to him. He said, Canaan is 
is cursed, he will be a servant of servants to his brothers. He said, Blessed be Yahweh, the God of Shem. Let Canaan be his servant. May God enlarge Japheth. Let him dwell in the tents of Shem. Let Canaan be his servant. Noah lived 350 years after the flood. All the days of Noah were 950 years, and then he died. Next, we are continuing in Genesis chapter 10, starting in verse 1. Now this is the history of the generations of the sons of Noah and of Shem, Ham, and Japheth. Sons were born to them after the flood. The sons of Japheth were Gomer, Magog, Madai, Javan, Tubal, Meshech, and Tiras. The sons of Gomer were Ashkenaz, Riphath, and Togarmah. The sons of Javan were Elisha, Tarshish, Kittim, and Dodanim. Of these were the islands of the nations divided in their lands, everyone after his language, after their families, in their nations. The sons of Ham were Cush, Mizraim, Put, and Canaan. The sons of Cush were Seba, Havilah, Sabta, Ramah, and Sabteca. The sons of Ramah were Sheba and Dedan. Cush became the father of Nimrod. He began to be a mighty one in the earth. He was a mighty hunter before Yahweh. Therefore, it is said, like Nimrod, a mighty hunter before Yahweh. The beginning of his kingdom was Babel, Erech, Akkad, and Kalna in the land of Shinar. Out of that land, he went into Assyria and built Nineveh, Rehoboth-ur, Kala, and Rez between Nineveh and the great city Kala. Mizraim became the father of Ludim, Anamim, Lehabim, Naphtahim, Pathrasim, Hasluhim, which the Philistines descended from, and Kaphtorim. Canaan became the father of Sidon, his firstborn, Heth, the Jebusites, the Amorites, the Girgashites, the Hivites, the Archites, the Sinites, the Arvidites, the Zemorites, and the Hamathites. Afterward, the families of the Canaanites were spread abroad. The border of the Canaanites was from Sidon, as you go toward Gerar, to Gaza, as you go toward Sodom, Gomorrah, Adma, and Zeboim, to Lasha. These are the sons of Ham, after their families, according to their languages, in their lands and their nations. Children were also born to Shem, the elder brother of Japheth, the father of all the children of Eber. The sons of Shem were Elam, Asher, Arpachshad, Lud, and Aram. The sons of Aram were Uz, Hul, Gether, and Mash. Arpachshad became the father of Shelah. Shelah became the father of Eber. To Eber were born two sons. The name of the one was Peleg, for in his days the earth was divided. His brother's name was Joktan. Joktan became the father of Almudad, Shaleth, Hazarmaveth, Jera, Hadoram, Uzal, Dikla, Obal, Abimael, Sheba, Ophir, Havilah, and Jobab. All these were the sons of Joktan. Their dwelling extended from Mesha as you go towards Sephar, the mountain of the east. These are the sons of Shem by their families, according to their languages, lands, and nations. These are the families of the sons of Noah by their generations, according to their nations. The nations divided from these in the earth after the flood. Now we are going into the New Testament. We are in the book of Matthew, chapter 4, starting in verse 12. Now, when Jesus heard that John was delivered up, he withdrew into Galilee, leaving Nazareth. He came and lived in Capernaum, which is by the sea, in the region of Zebulun and Naphtali, that it might be fulfilled, which was spoken through Isaiah the prophet, saying, The land of Zebulun and the land of Naphtali, toward the sea, beyond the Jordan, Galilee of the Gentiles. The people who sat in darkness saw a great light. To those who sat in the region and shadow of death, to them light has dawned. From that time 
time, Jesus began to preach and to say, Repent, for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. Walking by the Sea of Galilee, he saw two brothers, Simon, who was called Peter, and Andrew, his brother, casting a net into the sea, for they were fishermen. He said to them, Come after me, and I will make you fishers for men. They immediately left their nets and followed him. Going on from there, he saw two other brothers, James, the son of Zebedee, and John, his brother, in the boat with Zebedee, their father, mending their nets. He called them. They immediately left the boat and their father and followed him. Jesus went about in all Galilee, teaching in their synagogues, preaching the good news of the kingdom and healing every disease and every sickness among the people. The report about him went out into all Syria. They brought to him all who were sick, afflicted with various diseases and torments, possessed with demons, epileptics, and paralytics, and he healed them. Great multitudes from Galilee, Decapolis, Jerusalem, Judea, and from beyond the Jordan followed him. Next, we are going back into the Old Testament. We're now in the book of Psalms, chapter 4, starting in verse 1. For the chief musician on stringed instruments, a psalm by David. Answer me when I call, God of my righteousness. Give me relief from my distress. Have mercy on me and hear my prayer. You sons of men, how long shall my glory be turned into dishonor? Will you love vanity and seek after falsehood? Selah. But know that Yahweh has set apart for himself him who is godly. Yahweh will hear when I call to him. Stand in awe and don't sin. Search your own heart on your bed and be still. Selah. Offer the sacrifices of righteousness. Put your trust in Yahweh. Many say, Who will show us any good? Yahweh, let the light of your face shine on us. You have put gladness in my heart, more than when their grain and their new wine are increased. In peace I will both lay myself down and sleep. For you alone, Yahweh, make me live in safety. And now we finish in Proverbs chapter 1, verses 20 through 23. Wisdom calls aloud in the street. She utters her voice in the public squares. She calls at the head of noisy places. At the entrance of the city gates, she utters her words. How long, you simple ones, will you love simplicity? How long will mockers delight themselves in mockery and fools hate knowledge? Turn at my reproof. Behold, I will pour out my spirit on you. I will make known my words to you. Heavenly Father, I just thank you for your word. I thank you for the wisdom. I thank you for the love that we see in the pages. I thank you for the forgiveness, Lord, and for the completeness of everything that we need to know in life. And I just pray, Lord, that we would be changed to be more like you, that our listeners would be blessed in hearing your word spoken out loud, Lord, and that we would be useful to you in your kingdom for your glory. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Thank you again for joining us, and please remember that all our resources can be found on our social media page at readingtheoneyearbibletogether.com. Have a great day. Bye-bye.